0: Welcome to Horror Movie Club, the show where two dudes who are not quite nerds but not quite noobs choose a horror movie each week to rate and review. I'm Brian. I'm on the phone with my co-host Ashwin, and today we are doing something a little bit different. It's the end of the year, so we're just gonna do kind of a general discussion. It's gonna be spoiler-free, so you don't have to worry about that. And we're just gonna kind of talk about our year in horror and how what we've talked about on the podcast so far. We've got a few talking points, like what's your favorite, least favorite, et cetera, et cetera. And then I think we'll kind of talk about uh, the future of horror and what next year might look like and the next few years based on the successes and failures of 2018. So, Ash, you feeling ready? Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Because uh,
1: yeah. to me, this kind of feels like it's going to be an arm wrestle on who's going to win in terms of, you know, who's who's right about the uh, the horror movies this year. <laughs> I'm excited to take this one out with you.
0: Yeah, I can't decide if this is going to be a pretty argument-heavy one or, or not. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <It's> Tusk 2.0. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Which I'm hoping is, I, I feel like that movie's going to come up. How do, how do you end the year without talking about Tusk?
0: You know, man, I don't know if I had that on any of my little... What? We've kind of pre-planned some discussion points here, folks, and I don't know if Tusk is wow. on any of mine. I thought that would
1: have been a memorable watch for you.
0: <laughs> it was but it's just it didn't quite fit into the exact questions we discussed <laughs> all right that's fair yeah um and for the listeners who haven't listened to episode 0 Ashwin and I have kind of been doing what we are doing for the podcast for the past few years we just weren't recording it we both live in different places and it's kind of our way to keep in touch we watch a horror movie call each other on the phone and talk about it but for discussion's sake, we're just going to stick to the movies that we've um, reviewed and released episodes on for the podcast. So, Ash, should we just launch right into the talking points? Yeah, let's do it, if, if you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So, is, is
1: the first question a Best Horror Movie Club podcast of the year?
0: <laughs> oh, we didn't put that on here. What What, what do you think your favorite episode was?
1: Oh, I, I, th- I thought podcasts in general and ours would win. <laughs> but, oh yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. our
0: podcast is my maybe my third favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Your third favorite horror movie club podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, take it away. Okay, so best movie we saw in 2018, which basically means best movie we saw and discussed on the podcast in 2018. Got it. Doesn't have to be a movie released in twenty eighteen, and folks, if you're familiar with the show, we're we're into horror movies, but we aren't. We don't feel we can call ourselves full horror movie nerds, so we can't say that we've seen enough twenty eighteen movies to tell you what the best movie of twenty eighteen is. But we're gonna try.
1: Yeah, we've, we've been doing a lot of catch up. Um, it's uh, yeah. So 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 th- th- that's an interesting one. So uh, of the ones that I think we've reviewed. Uh, mine actually was like a 2018 film uh, in terms of like the, the ones that we reviewed this year. And I, I thought Hereditary was like the the top one for me. I, I just thought really well done. And like actually like one of the scariest movies I saw this year, which uh, when we started this podcast and until recently, I've kind of associated scary with horror. But I, I you've you've kind of opened my eyes to, you know, horror beyond just uh, scariness. But still like, yeah, I, I put Hereditary as, as like the best movie that um we've reviewed this year. But what, what do you think?
0: What would what, you nice. ask? Nice. So for me, sorry, I maybe confused the listeners at the beginning. This question is just the best movie we did a podcast on in 2018. So yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be a 2018 movie. And mine was not.
1: Mine was The Shining. Ah, I had a feeling it would be.
0: Yeah. yeah. I just, I love that movie. I could watch it. Honestly, when it's over, I could just hit play again. <laughs> really? You could watch
1: all two and a half hours back to back? I could. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, it's I feel like there was a stretch. I know I mentioned it in that episode where it was on USA or TNT or something when I was a teenager, and I would just like, yeah, watch it seemingly over and over again.
1: Oh sure, yeah. That's, <laughs> actually, you know when it comes to, like rewatching those, uh, I feel like The Shining is probably longer than Hereditary, but The Shining I think would make for like an easier rewatch. I don't, I don't know if I could ever rewatch Hereditary.
0: Uh, that's the thing about Hereditary, man. It's. And I remember it more fondly than my viewing experience. Yeah. Like, my stomach literally hurt for a good chunk of that movie. just yeah. because of, like, utter dread <laughs> and discomfort and sadness.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a fun movie to watch. Whereas, like, The Shining, I think you can kind of enjoy as you go
0: uh yeah and, and like a quiet place I like loved my viewing experience it was such a fun theater experience yeah. and I gave that movie a five yeah but now looking back and I'm like well oh, was that a five it's like it's barely a <laughs> blip on my memory radar
1: yeah it's it's weird I, I looked at a lot of lists and a lot of people are putting of like 2018 new releases that I saw that like coming to the top uh which you know I kind of feel like the same as you like it was fun to watch but I don't know um if I would call it like the best or not
0: yeah, yeah, and then you get into the whole thing, which I've definitely thought a lot about as we started this podcast, like, what, what is important when rating a movie, like, is it the rewatchability, of, is the rewatchability even a factor, is it your experience watching the movie, is it how you felt when the movie was over, because, yeah. you know, there are movies that are great while you're watching, and then the ending just kind of makes you... Sure. Yeah. Say, well, what the hell?
1: yeah. And, and, and that gets tough in horror because, uh, if, if it is scary and disturbing, um, that's like a great horror movie and it, it should leave you like disturbed and, and maybe not wanting to watch it again. But th- is that like a knock against it then? Like, like terrifier. Could you imagine going back and having to watch that again?
0: Right. Like, and so like terrifier and hereditary like should be applauded because they really achieve what they're going for. Like yeah. repulsion and disgust and like despair. Yeah so like bravo to them but that it's hard to say something like that's your favorite yeah exactly (laughs) but then but then it's also the other side of it maybe it's foolish not to say it's not the best horror movie because it it did it yeah
1: it did it 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 didn't hold back it went all out and i think that's what makes horror pretty like good when they're willing to go places that no one's gone before and really get into your head and get these like visions stuck in there do you feel like the shining has uh parts like that or component I, i mean there are like so many iconic images from it that stick with you. So I, I I could see some similarities.
0: Yeah, I think some of the, like, really, truly terrifying stuff is just being trapped in that hotel, like, with Jack as he's losing his mind. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the, the ghosts and everything are definitely creepy, and I love all the super, supernatural elements of that movie. But, yeah. like, Wendy stepping up the stairs and swinging the bat, like, that's where the true terror comes in, I think.
1: yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, and, and that's kind of what makes these movies stand out is is those kind of moments that, that stick with you afterwards.
0: Yeah. Um, so as y- Ashwin knows, the listeners may not, I'm kind of the stat boy of this podcast. Uh, so I've been keeping track of all the movies we've seen and what we've rated them and what the average rating is. Uh, so Ashwin's personal answer to this was, Hereditary, my personal answer was The Shining, and the highest combined rating of the year was The Shining. We both gave it a five.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did did you give uh, Hereditary?
0: I gave it a four. Wow. Did I give it a five? Because of all the discomfort I had while we were watching. Yeah, (laughs) you gave it a five. Yeah, there's so much discomfort in that film. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hereditary (laughs) and A Quiet Place, I think, were both tied for second. They had like an average 4.5.
1: Sure, yeah, that's actually pretty impressive that uh, two movies from twenty eighteen made it to, like the top of the list for us. Given like the range of movies we saw this year, yeah, man, it was a good year. Yeah, kind of speaks to twenty eighteen and the the quality of horror movies that came out. Yeah, um, one one that, that I wanted to mention that that also came to the top, but it it wasn't uh it was I think before we I don't think we released this episode, um, it was before we officially kicked off. I had uh, the ritual down as what well, like my favorite movie that we saw this year. Um,
0: and I, I think that's a 2018 movie too. I don't remember. I think that's one of those kind of confusing ones where it was available in the UK in 2017 maybe oh. and not, or maybe like the, it's like the official release date. I think if you look it up on like IMDb it says 2017, but I don't think yeah. that US viewers could watch it until 2018.
1: Oh yeah. Maybe it was put on Netflix in 2018 finally. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Cause I have seen some people put that on year end lists. Yeah. Yeah. On the, on the interwebs.
1: Yeah, and, and that's when, like, like The Shining's, like, pretty dark and heavy, hereditary, like, really disturbing and makes you sick. But if there's one, like, movie from this year that I really like that I could rewatch again, that I would want to re-watch uh, again, I, I feel like it, The Ritual was, like, a good balance of, like, fun, spooky, scary, uh, but also, like, rewatchable. Yep.
0: Yeah, I would rewatch that movie for sure. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Cool, good call. Uh, so then, after... Giving some compliments to movies, we move on to most disappointing movie yes. we reviewed for the podcast this year.
1: Yeah. Um, What's yours? So mine mine was uh, Malevolent. Uh, that, oh. that one just like kind of felt was, like, really dark and heavy to watch and didn't really give you any payouts, and I didn't feel like it was very original. Uh, it's just kind of a drag. Uh, it just really depressed me.
0: Yeah, that's like kind of how to mess up. <laughs> how to not make a good horror movie. That's like my least favorite type of horror movie. It's dark, depressing, it's a drag. Yeah. And it's also not scary. <laughs> like <laughs> Hereditary was dark and depressing and a drag, but it was it was very emotional and it was kind of so dark and dreary that it was like deeply affecting. Yeah. And it was scary. Yeah, And then like Malevolent <laughs> was just kind of this blase depressed... <laughs> it was like melancholy, you know, it wasn't, you weren't emotionally invested. So it wasn't like, right. Oh, that was a gut wrenching movie. It was just like, oh, that was bleak.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was just really bleak. Yeah. And emotionless Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the whole thing like takes place in the daytime, which is a odd choice for a horror film.
0: Yeah. What about Good you? Good answer, man. Good answer. Yeah. What about you? Um, mine is Apostle. Oh, that's funny. Cause we saw those like back to back. <laughs> yeah, we did. I think it, it, the reason it wasn't malevolent for me is cuz I didn't really know much about that movie mm-hmm. beforehand, so I didn't have any expectations. Yeah. But some of my like people on Twitter that I kind of like look up to as horror fans and reviewers. Mm-hmm. So there's this dude um John Squires who's like the editor in chief of Bloody Disgusting. Yeah. He's a he's a good Twitter personality and I think he may have been one of the people that put Apostle on his like top few movies of Fantastic Fest. Wow! Yeah. Um, so, that I saw that and um, Overlord put on a lot of people's best list coming oh, out of sure. that festival. Yeah. And so I was hyped for both of those, and I just thought Apostle f- fell flat, and they didn't really squeeze what they could have out of that out of that premise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, in, in reflection, yeah, I mean, I, I agree, like, it, it wasn't that scary at all. The, the one thing I thought it did have going for it, though, I, I thought the performances were pretty decent of, uh, the actors.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were good. Yeah, but, but you're but right. like, a little misinformed, yeah. like, or, like, misdirected. Like, I think we talked about the guy who was infiltrating the cult, like, looked mm-hmm. so damn suspicious the entire time, it was, like, <laughs> Yeah, painful. I forgot about that. It's like, clearly, that's the guy. He's like literally urinating in his pants.
1: It's the bug eyed guy who's like looking out of the corner of his eye at everyone, (laughs) sitting at the bar by himself, like paranoid. (laughs) Yeah, he's probably your guy. Uh, That's a good point. I I take back that (laughs) about the acting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that that, that was also a, a low point. I feel like both that and *Malevolent* um, like they, they came out around a similar time, like in October, September, October, and I think people were just hyped up, like oh, all these new movies are coming to Netflix, these horror films, like everyone rallied around them, and I, right. I don't think either of those really lived up to the hype.
0: And we just got done with our like Halloween series, so we had like five movies where we didn't really feel like we had total freedom of choice. Yeah, <laughs> <Like> <laughs> five or, or six. six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we were like so excited to pick freely choose a movie that we were excited about
1: yeah yeah interesting yeah Um, interesting that the i guess uh yeah the 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 two most disappointing movies are also from 2018 that's interesting
0: um honorable mention for me for the disappointing ones i thought the void was unique because it was like almost incredible Mm -hmm. but ended up just being like barely good like So many of the pieces in the setup, like I was yeah. like, yes, 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 and yeah. it's like, ugh.
1: <laughs> the ending was like a big lecture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and this is why I did this. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, you're right. That one it stuck with me a little bit more because you had like so many great scenes and like imagery, but great were, imagery. Yeah,
0: some, some solid creepy scenes.
1: Yep, and good build up. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That the ending just completely got pulled out from it from the movie. Um yeah so so that's an honorable mention on the most disappointing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just thought maybe I'd, I'd put that in the discussion. But yeah. Apostle is my answer.
1: Okay, got it. Um you didn't even consider Overlord uh one of the bigger disappointments?
0: <laughs> that is a I have a little like sub discussion item in case we got the chance to discuss our our top three most polarizing movies and that's one of them.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Ser- I loved
0: that movie. I gave it a 4.5 and
1: you gave it a 2. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember you liked it that much. That's is just like, uh,
0: I'm really surprised. Yeah, you like sounded like you liked it the whole time oh. and then <laughs> you said 2 and then <laughs> when we stopped recording and we're still talking on the phone, you were like, cool, I like that movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> you <laughs> know, I'll give it to you. It was a lot of fun to watch. I'll, I'll
1: definitely uh, admit that, but I, I just didn't feel like they played up the horror angle at all in right. that one. Um, right. And that's fair. Yeah. I really, I had, I had pegged that you would have Tusk as like the most uh, disappointing movie that you saw this year. I'm surprised I had, you, you had a possible worse than that.
0: The, I mean, it, we didn't put this as a category, mm-hmm. um, which I'm kind of glad we didn't because I don't want to be too negative, but <laughs> that would definitely be my least favorite movie possibly ever, but <laughs> I, did, I didn't have any expectations going into it, so it didn't disappoint me. I just oh. didn't
1: like it. Oh, so disappointment implies like you had expectations- and they were crushed.
0: To me, it did. Yeah, yeah. Like, but when I, even when I like just saw the cover of that movie, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna like this. <laughs> God damn it, astronaut! You <laughs> can't <we> watch this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: figures. <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: All right, man. Anything else? Ready to move on to the next question? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's get to the next category. Most overrated movie we discussed in 2018.
1: Oh. Yeah, um, yeah, I mentioned in that. Way. I wonder if we we got the same one here. Uh, I think
0: I could see us having the same one. Yeah, trick or treat. Oh no, we don't have the same one. Oh, what what did you have? Uh, you Talk. Let's talk some more about trick or treat before I reveal mine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think as we've mentioned on a few episodes, it's it's like a cult classic. People refer to it. It's got like a crazy review on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the director is like you know built up, and he's even making a sequel. But it, yeah, I think when we watched it, we agreed it wasn't like really original or anything. Um, and it felt like overproduced and like a kind of a cheap knockoff off of Creepshow. Uh, creep show. So I, I was, I just kind of puzzled on why, uh, it's, it's rated so high.
0: Yeah. And I totally agree with you on that one. I didn't put that as my answer, but yeah, I, I'm on record just thinking that movie is overrated. It just, there's something about the tone of it, it tone of it is off. Like yeah. people are like, oh yeah, it's just like fun. But, and, <laughs> yeah. and I totally am down with that vibe. Like I'm down to watch a movie that's just fun. But yeah. It wasn't that fun to me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I, I didn't understand the the vibe of it at all. Um, cuz yeah. yeah, it's it's not like scary uh and and uh the, the fun part of it. Yeah. Like I think there like some weird sound effects that they use in the background, right? Or I, I don't, yeah, like a boing Yeah, was it's, that was that this it's one? It's like not funny. Yeah, it isn't. It's exactly. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like overproduced um and nonsense. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what, what did you have as yours?
0: Um Friday the 13th. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And it's interesting because both Friday the 13th and Trick or Treat are movies I had seen before. Uh-huh. Um, at least once. Friday the 13th, I'd definitely seen more than once. And I was kind of like, okay, now I'm a little bit more engaged in horror and I'm thinking more critically about it. So I'm excited to see each of those movies again because yeah. I may end up liking them. Right. And with each of them, I was like, no, I still don't like this movie. Yeah, I know. Um. And I I know these are two movies that will probably have some horror fans just turning us off I right know. now. But <laughs> that movie just Friday the thirteenth to me has like zero suspense, no character investment. Yeah. And I just don't understand how it got to be such a big thing. Like yeah. yeah. I know it's historically important as a horror movie, but I think its biggest importance is like proving how big of a box office draw horror movies can be and how sure. much you how much money you can keep making by just making spitting out sequels over and over yeah like franchising it yeah sure and i think it spawned a lot of really bad to average slasher movies throughout the 80s yeah which are not which is great a lot of people love those type of movies um yeah and and i get it but that's that's my least favorite genre so for me that's just a movie that does not Scratch my itch.
1: Yeah, it's just so weird because like it came out at a similar time as like Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, and those like are slasher films, but those like were like way I thought, I thought way better than Friday the Thirteenth. Like really brought a lot more like originality and character development and interesting um, sequences. And uh, yeah, I don't know what Friday the Thirteenth is outside of like a commercial box.
0: Yeah, yeah, just it it doesn't have the mood or the ambiance or the atmosphere that the other two have. Yeah, or originality. Right. dead on with that
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but it's, it, I, I, is that, I don't know. Well, which one has, uh, the most, uh, number of, um, in- installations? Is it, I, I don't like that group. Is it Friday the 13th or, um, does Halloween have more by now?
0: It's Friday the 13th.
1: Oh, still. Okay. Man,
0: that's a money yeah, maker. I think it's Friday the 13th, then Halloween, then Nightmare, but I'm not totally sure. I do know Friday the 13th has the most.
1: Yeah. Crazy the amount of success it's had, but. Yeah, I
0: agree, man. Pretty overrated. I think the only other horror movie, horror franchise that has more films is Godzilla. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know
1: Godzilla had that many uh, parts to it. But.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Godzilla has like a 30-year head start.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I, it, I I feel like some of the later Friday the 13th might actually be better than the original one. Um, I'd have to watch them. A, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: think feel. they are. I think because they embrace just how like dumb and bad it is,
1: mm hmm. Yeah,
0: whereas the first one takes think, itself, doesn't, yeah. I think it tries to take itself fairly seriously.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, hmm. but
0: yeah. yeah, good, good one. All right, man. Well, if there's any horror fans still listening, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the happened. next talking point. <laughs> <laughs> would be best movie released in 2018.
1: Yeah. Uh, this one uh, was tough, because, yeah, I mean, I think, as we mentioned, like, you had some great ones. So, The Ritual, I guess, might have been 2017, uh, and then only brought to the U.S. in 2018. But then, Hereditary, um, you had the the new Halloween, The Quiet Place. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I'd probably stick with uh, Hereditary. What What about you?
0: Yeah. For me, it's The Quiet Place. Like, I really need to see that again. Yeah. Like, something tells me if i watched it again i'd be like i that's not a 5 yeah <laughs> like it's not on the same level as the shining for me yeah yeah but the theater i the theater experience i had was just one of the best theater experiences i've ever had mm-hmm. so to me that that's the best movie of 2018 i had the most fun watching it that i've that i've had with any movie this year kind of in a while yeah I agree. Although <laughs> the new Mission Impossible movie was pretty fun too, <laughs> in a different way.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say a Star Is Born. We should probably throw that on there too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> best uh um, Yeah, and like I said, I remember Hereditary fondly, but I'm pl- I'm blocking out the uh, the like long, slow, painfully depressing stretches.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a long buildup, and, and a big. Uh, uh, it takes a long time to get there, and it, it kind of sucks. Um, you know, A Quiet Place, I, I remember when I watched it, you, you're right, like, the, the the viewing experience in the theater is, like, nuts. Like, it's, I've never been in a theater that's that quiet, where, like, you're, you're scared to, like, eat popcorn, because, like, that's how deathly quiet, like, the whole movie is. Um, yeah. But, I, I don't know, like, something, uh, like, I remember, like, at the end, it's like, well, you know, this is kind of cool, a family drama, uh, family coping with, you know, the aftermath of, you know, what, what happened here, and trying to survive in this world. Um, I, I felt like the dialogue was kind of thin. Uh, but I mean, you know, it was a movie where there wasn't a lot of talking to begin with, but, um, I don't know. Something about Krasinski just bothers me, Uh, (laughs) but you know, he's, he's, he's like Jim, you know? So it's it's just kind of hard to take him seriously sometimes.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) And I I think it's hard too, when people become so iconic for a certain role, Yeah, it can be hard to take them seriously outside of that role.
1: Right. Yeah. I I, I think that, that kind of maybe ruined some of it for me. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And especially like, I think him and his wife wrote that film, right?
0: His wife didn't write it. No. I mean, she co-starred in it, but she didn't have anything to do with the writing process. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He, he directed it though, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He directed it. And I think he wrote, he has a writing credit. I don't think he really wrote the story. Mm -hmm. He may have adapted the story into a screenplay or may have just like tweaked the screenplay a bit. Yeah. got it. Yeah, I would, I
1: would totally, uh, I'd, w- I'd watch that again. I'd be really interested to see how that translates, uh, outside of a theater and if it still holds up.
0: Yeah, for sure. My buddy said he saw that movie without subtitles wow. when they're speaking in ASL. Yeah. Uh, which would have been really interesting.
1: Yeah, that would have been really cool. So then, the, so then basically there's no dialogue, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, wow. Yeah, that would have been pretty neat just to
0: see that. Yeah. So the next one meaningful contributions to the horror genre in 2018 and kind of based on that where's the industry trending based on some of the successes or failures of 2018
1: yeah I mean I feel like when I looked at some of like the top uh, 10 lists this year I feel like sci-fi was like a big element for horror and like you saw less like ghost stories popping up and and more stuff about like uh, um, like more like sci-fi thrillers almost like a line of like uh, black mirror. Like, like the movie Cam, or um, even A Quiet Place. I'm not sure. I mean, that's not really a Ghost story. it's for Monsters, but I just feel like sci-fi played a big role in horror this year. Um,
0: yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot of sci-fi-ness in the, uh, if you look through some of the best of 2018, like A Quiet Place, Overlord even, mm-hmm. Upgrade, Predator. Yeah. And a lot of, like, sci-fi action type stuff.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it kind of blows the line between, uh, yeah, horror and action, right?
0: Yeah, like Predator, I haven't seen Predator upgrade, but I think those are pretty action heavy and Overlord's definitely, Overlord's almost just a war movie. Yeah, you're right. There's
1: another movie out there I think called Revenge, Uh, I don't think we saw it, but that's also considered one of the best horror movies this year, and I I I imagine that's like an action one as well. So it's interesting that it's kind of veering off in that direction of like, yeah, maybe these more like kind of sci-fi action battle films.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think maybe you can draw more people into the theater or, or to the uh, streaming service that way too. Yep, but I'm not totally sure.
1: Yeah, like like by like crossing those genres. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and and I think like you know building on to twenty seventeen was like where we had uh, Get Out, right? Yep. Um, and yeah, I just feel like ghost Stories, like we haven't seen. Uh, I mean, I think twenty seventeen was also maybe it. I want to say that came out in twenty seventeen. It um, did. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this year just felt like you, you didn't really have a lot of um, demons running around on screen.
0: Yeah. And I think that to add to that, like getting a little bit more action in with the horror, um, the top of the top five box office draws mm-hmm. from this year, the movies that made the most money for them were superhero movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. S- and so I think we're going to start seeing studios trying to blend superhero with the horror genre. Ooh, yeah. Um, and we definitely, I mean, we know that we will because 2019 has two, Brightburn, which is like a Superman spinoff, but like Superman's kind of evil. Okay. And New Mutants, which is like a horror themed X-Men spinoff. Interesting. And, and there's also that uh, M. Night Shyamalan
1: movie where he's like combining uh, Unbreakable with like Split um,
0: oh, yeah, Glass.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of like a superhero-themed horror film, I
0: would say, as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I'm not totally sure, but I feel like Upgrade could be, but that's uh, that's a little bit of speaking out of my butt because I, I don't know much about that movie. Yeah, I know, I really need to get around to seeing that.
1: Uh, I think you're right, <laughs> I think there's some kind of uh, cyber, or some kind of like cyborg uh, thing going on there. Yeah, um,
0: which kind of makes sense. Like, these superheroes make money, so why not inject some superhero-ness into anything you do? Yeah, yeah. I think, like,
1: what we've seen, in you know, like, in the last year or two and or, or three years is, like, this revival of, like, horror movies, and uh, these movies are starting to pull in uh, a lot more on, you know, the, in the box office. And I, I feel like, you know, what we're saying is... Um, it makes sense, like, they're starting to see, like, you know, horror movies can bring in good money, obviously action movies are bringing in, and these superhero movies are bringing in a lot, so that, that's interesting that they're now, like, trying to combine those elements together.
0: Yeah, for sure, and horror movies did, I don't know how, what it looks like on an average year, but I think 12th at the box office was A Quiet Place, 16th was Halloween, and I want to say The Meg, uh, which was borderline horror, was somewhere around, like, 19. Oh, okay, of, like,
1: uh, total box office rankings? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting because uh, I, yeah, it's it's rare. I feel like that they, uh, these are like big budget or movies that earn a bunch of money. I mean, the Saw franchise, I would imagine, uh, has garnered a good amount of money over the years. But um, yeah, I, I just think the quality is like getting better and more people are going out for these movies.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And so hopefully you see some more like original type movies, like, the success of Hereditary... Oh, shoot, I skipped Hereditary. I think Hereditary was... You know what? I don't know where it landed on the box office list, but it was up there, too. Yeah. Um, So, like, the success of Hereditary is... I think that will keep it so that, you know, we get one or two big, like, art house movies a year from probably from A24. Yeah, right. Like, The Witch or It Comes at Night. Yeah. Um, But I also think the industry is going to continue to trend towards, like, remakes, sequels, and reboots. Oh. Because, um, like, if you look at the box office numbers, some of the movies that are up there are, that are horror movies are Halloween, mm-hmm. The Nun, which is, like, Conjuring. Spin-off. Oh, yeah. Right, I forgot that The First out. Purge, Insidious, The Last Key. hmm So, I mean, and that's no secret. That's been the way it is for years, that a movie based on existing part of an existing franchise or based on existing intellectual property is kind of a safe bet. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll see more of those. And there's, there's more coming down the line in, in 2019 too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and speaking of, uh, horror films that, uh, also have like superhero elements, Venom, I think might've been also like a a diving board for that. Or like, you know, there there might be a a lead. I I feel like that just from the posters, it kind of looks like it has a horror theme. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It. it looks
0: like it might have a t- little touch of horror to it. Uh, and that was number 10 at the box office if yeah. I remember correctly. Oh wow. I'm surprised I heard pretty bad things about it. Yeah. I did too, but it drew the people. Yeah. Um,
1: outside of like the blockbuster hits, um, what, what about like, I, I feel like the indie horror scene, uh, got, you know, I, I feel like Cam, um, what else? Like, uh, I, I mean, I guess Malevolent, uh, Apostle, uh, those ones that went like straight to
0: streaming or even like the ritual um yeah I, revenge revenge was a Shudder original oh yeah shutter shutter being a horror based streaming service okay yeah
1: yeah yeah I, I do feel like uh there's more like indie uh production companies getting in there and and putting out some quality content, which is kind of cool to see that happening,
0: yeah, and I don't know too much about the the business aspect of things, but I'm guessing you know if you make that kind of movie and you can sell the distribution rights to Netflix, you know yeah. like you've kind of got a guaranteed, okay, we've got money right off the bat. We don't have to worry about a big opening in right. theaters to make our money back.
1: Yeah, yeah, those kind of platforms will be emerged as a good channel for that.
0: And I think you'll see these platforms start to make, start to have sole distribution rights even more than they do. I mean, we're already seeing a ton of that. Netflix, Netflix-only horror movies. Mm-hmm. And Shutter's going to do more of that. and And they're both probably going to keep creating original content. Right, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think they've definitely seen a good amount of uh,
1: take-up there. Netflix alone, like, this year, I mean, how many horror movies does it put out? It's, it's crazy. And yeah, it, man,
0: it's, a, it's, it's pretty overwhelming how much Netflix-exclusive horror there is.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's crazy. They, they must uh, be getting a lot of traffic on those.
0: Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and I think, one thing I kind of hope happens, like, based on the success of Halloween... That you might get some reboots that try to include original actors and actresses and characters oh. from like the original film. So, yeah, like A Nightmare on Elm Street with Robert England and Heather Langenkamp would be, I don't know, that seems like a no brainer. Yeah. I think each of them has said that they're down for it. So. Wow.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before that happens
0: yeah she her character died in the third one, but I think you could just basically <laughs> do something like Halloween did and ignore the other sequels. Yeah,
1: exactly <laughs> seemed okay to break the rules yeah uh yeah that that'd be cool if we see a reemergence of the, those actors from the 80s coming back and
0: uh, yep. playing up some of those roles. mm-hmm yeah, and th- like some of the movies coming out in 2019 really touch on this too like there's a child's play movie coming out. Oh no um, kidding. It's kind of a reboot. Wow. Yeah, and it's kind of done without Don Mancini, the guy, basically the guy behind Child's Play, who's been, and he's, like, still creating sequels, and I think there's a TV series that he's doing, Mm -hmm. and the, I don't know if it's the studio or what, but somebody who had rights to Child's Play was just like, oh, we're going to make our own movie, too. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Kind of a smack in the face.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Child's Play was a good one.
0: And then... Pet Cemetery, yeah, that's, remake.
1: That's what I'm really excited about. Yeah, I feel like I've Ste- seen
0: Grudge may even come next year. The Grudge might come back. Yeah, which seems way
1: too soon to redo the Grudge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, like I feel like Grudge Three just came out like uh, I don't know five six years ago. Nah, it must have been yeah longer. Um I feel like Stephen King's having like a reemergence uh, with like it's, and um, I feel like there's something else that came out. And I-, I know Netflix did like um, that one. Where the girl is uh, on the, uh, tied to the bed. Uh, yeah, Gerald's game. Gerald's game, right, yeah. And yep. um, yeah, and, like this new pet cemetery coming out. I, I feel like people are appreciating his work again, and we're going to see some more remakes of his stuff.
0: Yeah, I think it might be because a lot of people who were super, superly, incredibly impacted by Stephen King's work as youngsters are now adults and making movies. So. Yeah. That could be part of it got it
1: yeah yeah i think you're right and and there's like an it two. I, I don't know i, I wonder if it two comes out next year the sequel yep
0: that's coming out in 2019 uh, okay
1: cool yeah we got some good s- stuff to look forward to then
0: yeah um anything else to add to that one
1: uh no i, I guess yeah for 2019 films I, I think that covers uh most of the ones that are like a, oh the uh, james Wan i think is gonna be back with uh the curse of uh lorona have you have you seen any previews for that
0: I haven't. I did see it on a 2019 list. Oh, yeah, I guess we kind of accidentally slipped into a, a new talking point of what we're most excited to see in 2019. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just uh, I, I think I saw a trailer for it when I went to see uh, Overlord, and uh, I think this year he's been busy with Aquaman, which I don't, I don't know why he was working on that one. But, I mean, God, that looks so
0: bad. I know.
1: <laughs> I'm glad he's getting back to the, the horror game. Yeah. Yeah, me too.
0: That'll be good. Anything yeah. else here? excited to see in 2019?
1: Uh, I know you're excited to see Trick or Treat Part 2, right? Does that come out next
0: year? <laughs> I don't think that's going to come out next year. I think he's just now available to start working on it. Oh, okay. I see. I think. I don't know for sure, but I know he's been occupied with the new Godzilla. Yeah.
1: Would you put Godzilla in the horror category?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a monster movie, but yeah, I think typically it's not really that scary.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. It's more about human survival, I guess, in that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else you're excited about?
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Guillermo del Toro is doing scary stories to tell in the dark. Whoa. Off the, based off the book? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Jordan Peele's got a new one out called us, or he will have a new one out in
1: 2019.
0: Yeah. And Ari Aster who did Hereditary has got one coming out called *Midsummer*. Oh no. (laughs) I don't know if I'm I'm (laughs) ready for more of his stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. For another gut punch. Yeah. And then uh, I love Zombieland, so I'm excited for Zombieland too.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one looks like it'll be fun.
0: Yeah. And It Chapter 2, I I'm, I mean, I'll definitely go see that and probably in the theater, but I'm I'm just so-so on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised they're doing a, a World War Z Part 2 next year. Are they really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't think one was a, uh, like, yeah, I don't think it was really warranted a, a sequel. Yeah. Let's see that.
0: Um and to back up a little bit, I think we skipped a talking point items left on our twenty eighteen watch list. Oh yeah. That we've been meaning to see but haven't gotten around to yet.
1: Yeah, right. Uh what do you have?
0: Uh I've got Mandy. I still need to see that. Uh, I know you've seen it.
1: Yeah, that does. those I think that's a great contribution this year. I it's kind of underappreciated. I don't feel like it got the release it deserved. Um but I feel like it's gonna have like a cult following behind it eventually
0: yeah for sure i think it maybe already kind of does
1: yeah yeah it's good good word of mouth going about it um but yeah definitely a fun
0: one yeah and then there's one called may the devil take you that i've heard is kind of like a evil dead type vibe Uh uh-huh i don't know that much about it other than that but that alone makes me really want to see it oh cool yeah i haven't heard of that one I'd be have to check that out yeah and then uh revenge that shutter original yeah i have
1: that on my list too um,
0: it just sounds like it's pretty intense and really like women-led action or horror movies, so yeah, I'm excited for that one.
1: Yeah, me too. We, we got to get around. So it's only available on Shutter.
0: I think I, I... No. I think they've made the DVD available too. I don't know where else you might be able to rent it, um, but I did see at my local DVD rental store that they have it there. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, sh- like, Shudder distrib- is distributing it, but they're also distributing it through other channels aside from their oh, streaming network. Awesome.
1: Cool. Yeah, we'll have to get around to seeing that one. I, yeah, I had that one as well. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Anna and then the Apocalypse, that one, like, just came uh, out recently. Yep. It's pre- pretty good reviews. I mean, it, it doesn't look like it's scary. It looks more of, like, a, a comedic, uh, Shaun of the Dead meets, like, a musical, uh, movie.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I want to see that one too. Yeah, yeah. There's way more than the ones I listed that are like, oh, I want to see that, I want to see that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I feel like we need to see uh, The Nun. I I didn't see it. Did you see that
0: one? I didn't. I'll get around to it at some point. I'm not necessarily excited for it though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've heard some people say it's like surprisingly, I I think it's probably got like some good pop out scares, but I I don't imagine it being too interesting.
0: Yeah, those Conjuring movies, like I I thought the first two were really good. Mm Mm-hmm. And like the Annabelle type ones and the offs, like they're always good for some, a few good scares, but not always the greatest movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. They're just kind of fun stuff. Uh, a big one I think that we missed this year, uh, Suspira. I mean, that, that's one like a lot of people were really excited about, but Suspira. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for that too.
1: Yeah. I heard very mixed reviews though. It kind of made me not want to see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying I was like super pumped when I was, when it was coming out and then, Seeing some of the reviews, I was like, "Oh, people are pretty yeah, <laughs> pretty tepid on this movie." I mean, some people really do love it, but others are just like, "eh." Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I uh, I don't think anyone thinks it's as good as the original.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. There's a lot left to see. One horror movie a week, I think it's gonna be hard. We gotta do some <laughs> extracurriculars. Yeah, I
1: know. I know some more bonus episodes. Yeah. Um, well cool yeah any other uh any I think it was, I think it was a pretty good year overall for horror I think uh yeah, the the bar got pushed high with get out uh and a few other big hits like the witch and everything and this year I think kept the events i going what, what would you say
0: yeah I think the past few years have been really good and and it's not 2018 makes it seem like it's not dropping off anytime soon it's gonna keep picking up and we're gonna continue to see great movies it's it's yeah. an exciting time to be a fan of horror movies.
1: It is. It is. I, I'm a little worried at the this, the this prospect, though, that, like, yeah, they start to become more blockbuster-like films. And, like, if, if we see more things, like, like the new Halloween, I don't think either of us were crazy about. Um, it felt kind of unnecessary, right, to the, the whole franchise.
0: Yeah, but I think you need those movies to keep proving the concept that horror is, can be a moneymaker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To draw, yeah. Because,
0: you know, like, Hereditary made a lot of money. But yeah. Who would have guessed?
1: Yeah, true. Good point. I guess yeah, you you gotta show that it's a relevant uh, genre out there that's gonna attract people. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny. You know, it's good, it's good for people who are not necessarily always a horror fan to dip into the theater and watch one every once in a while too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Good. Yeah. The yeah. casual observer.
0: Okay, man. I think I did have my little most pol- polarizing talking point, but I think we can skip over that. I think we mentioned most of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. if you want to hear me and Ashwin argue, you can listen to the Tusk Overlord or Terrifier <laughs> episode. Oh, man. Ter- I can't
1: believe we haven't brought up Terrifier really in this uh, this one. It didn't get any decent mentions. But... Yeah.
0: We, you know, actually, I don't, neither of us, we didn't really argue in Overlord or Terrifier, but Tusk was pretty, Yeah, I was pretty mad at you. It was pretty divisive, yeah. <laughs> that kind of tore
1: us apart a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, man, anything else before we start closing up shop and no, wish everybody a happy new year? No, it's
1: it's, it's been a fun year, man. I think uh, we, we got to see a lot of cool stuff, and hopefully it sounds like we got a lot more to go on, so looking forward to watching all these other films, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been a, a really fun year. I think we've both really enjoyed doing this podcast and I mean we've we still aren't anywhere close to being horror nerds but we've learned a lot and it's been fun to be this engaged and we've come across other independent horror podcasts and just independent podcasts and that's been fun. Um yeah, so big thanks to all of you who are listening. We're we're not exactly killing it here, but I think right from the get go, Ash, we had more listeners than we ever really <laughs> expected <laughs> <Yeah>. getting <laughs> I know, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, and luckily it doesn't seem like too many of you are dropping off, so that's great. We're glad you're enjoying the show. Uh, thank you so much to all of you who rated or reviewed us on your podcast app of choice, even if it was a bad review. Um, if you aren't enjoying certain aspects of the show, or you are, or you want to tell us anything, it would be awesome if you would let us know. We see the numbers and see the stats, so we know that you're out there listening, but Sometimes it does feel like we're shouting into the abyss. So hearing from you on Facebook or Twitter or via email is great. It makes us feel great. So anything you have to say, positive or negative, don't hesitate to do so. Um, and maybe let us know how you liked this episode and just the kind of change of format as a general discussion. If if you really dug it, maybe we'll sneak a few more in there every once in a while instead of exclusively doing deep dives on movies. Yeah, but, sounds fine. I think i think the future is definitely based on the movie deep dives for sure but maybe every once in a while we could sneak one of these in yeah for sure so yeah um yeah don't hesitate to reach out to us send us an email hit us up on facebook uh we're at horror movie pod on twitter yeah if you can give us a rating or a review anywhere it would be very much appreciated And until next time, Happy New Year. So we hope 2019 is a great year for all of you, that you continue to listen to us and enjoy it as we keep cranking away each week in our own creepy little makeshift closet recording studio 700 miles apart. (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year.